Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete. I'm Kerry Rouse, and I travel to racetracks around the U.S., where I interview members of the racing community and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I'm here with Cooper Broll. We're at uh, Circuit of Americas here in Austin for the GT World Challenge. Yep. You are driving that TCA car right yep. there. Number 19. Number 19. And um, how long have you been racing with Skip Barber? Uh, Skip Barber, this is my third race. Um, before that, I did some a bunch of schools with them, but this is third race. Uh, where are you from? California, Lake Tahoe, California. Okay. That's where I live now. I'm from the Bay down there, though. Got it. Yeah. So tell me about your race. Other than the three races at Skip Barber, what else have you been doing? Um, so I did four of those races. I did a handful in a spec Mustang at uh, Thunder Hill Raceway, which is at it's in Willows, California, a little kind of off area. Um, yeah. But besides that, that, that was my only really wheel-to-wheel -wheel experience. I jumped in the deep end here, did a bunch of schools with Skip Barber, uh, learned how to drive the car, drove the Honda a few times, in a bunch of places, um, and then, yeah, here now. So what's it like transitioning from the rear wheel to the front wheel? It's different. Um, I didn't think I'd love the front wheel as much as I do, but it, it, it's a blast because you can do all this like these really weird things where you just kind of chuck it into a corner and you can lower it and it'll just save itself and go out. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think um, my, I, I race as well, but I, I did a rear wheel for, that's just what I drive. I drive a Mustang. Oh, very cool. And um, going from that to a front wheel drive car, like a Mazda 2 is what I drive. And man, it just took me a long time. Yeah to trust that I need to push the pedal down on the gas as opposed to letting up because yeah. you'll just spin if you let it's, up. It's weird. I did I did have uh, one one spin at Sonoma um, during some testing and after that I kind of learned I can use the throttle and it'll help me out a lot. Yep. So I've gotten practice with that and I'm also on more of a blank slate with not a ton of racing experience yep. so I think it was easier for me to adapt there which is good so. did you do any kind of sim racing before yeah. uh, not before but once I started getting into racing I started doing a lot of eye racing yeah okay so what is that like and then and, and, um, I mean, is it helping you and yeah absolutely it's uh, it's definitely very different eye racing um, and driving on the sim different feeling but it's really good for learning the tracks and such um, especially place I haven't been before like, Nola was the first track I hadn't ever been to. Yep. It, was, it was definitely a bit rough, but um, without the iRacing and the kind of virtual track driving, it would have been even worse. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm on there a bunch, have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. So, what are your plans? I mean, you're going to finish out this season. Yep. How many races do you have left? Uh, let's see, we have uh, Virginia, Road America, Sebring, and uh, Indianapolis. So, four, so seven total. Um, and I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do next year. I think I'll probably do this again, is my guess. But um, not 100% sure. Yeah. We'll see how well I do, how I feel, how it goes. What about aspirations beyond that? I, I have no idea. Um, I'm high school senior, and so I'm going into college next year. 
And so I'm going to try to kind of build it around that and just kind of see how it goes, see how managing both of those works. Um, I mean, I, I, love, I love this stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping to keep doing it for a while. Um, but we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Do you know where you're going to school yet, college? Yeah, yeah I have uh, recently made a decision. I'm going to Lewis and Clark, which is outside of Portland. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We'll, 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 what are you going to study? I haven't fully decided I'm going in uh, undeclared, but yeah. I think either computer science or economics. Okay, yeah. I have no I have no advice. The only advice <laughs> is it doesn't really matter what you choose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's something I'll enjoy. That's right. Yeah. Um, so you have family here. Your dad's yep. here. Yeah. Um, they, they they've been loving it. They've been having a lot of fun. Um, I'm like first I guess first generation driver. Yeah. Um, none of my family's ever driven. And so parents were kind of terrified at first, <laughs> and then like we got to Sonoma um, for my first race a while ago, and I think they really fell in love with it there. And just like loud noises and uh, just riding and competition, they they absolutely love it. They love viewing. They love coming to every race and spectating. And yeah. So with the the tracks you've been on, do you have a favorite? There's so many. Um, I'd say. I have two favorites, I would say, which is Sonoma Raceway and Road Atlanta. Yeah. Both of them just like super hilly and a lot of terrain and I love it. And so the so the terrain is something that really yeah. you really like racing. Yeah. I like I like kind of the different turns and uh, yeah, all the terrain is really nice. Awesome. Any any courses that you're not very fond of? Um. I'm not not fond of NOLA. It was a really tough trap to learn. And that was tough, but I, it's all right. But uh, I don't like uh, Thunder Hill West. It's a little, little tiny track, but I don't know. I just don't love yeah. that one. Yeah. But otherwise, I love most of the ones I've been to. It, I, I'm guessing there's no elevation change at NOLA. Is that accurate or not? <laughs> uh, I don't know, like five feet? OK, yeah, just, just, no. just no. a little bit, yeah. Like the bumps is about it. So what's your, what's your best memory of any of the races that you've been in so far? Um, one of my favorite ones is just the first wheel-to-wheel -wheel I did in a Mustang. And just this one pass I got was at Thunder Hill East. Just I had one really fun pass. So it was just super fun um, time. Or at, when I got my good qualifying time at Sonoma, that was fun. Awesome. Um, probably a second off my other best time. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So I, was, I was very happy. Awesome. Well, what would you? What advice would you give to somebody? Maybe somebody about your age. Yeah. On how to get started, or at least how to test to see if they want to do this. Um, try a track day. I would say is okay. a great way. Because driving from the outside, it looks like it's kind of this slow and smooth thing. That's like kind of driving. Yeah. But it's, it's really violent. Yeah. It's really violent. Um, and so kind of try a track day and kind of ease into it. Um, I mean. Definitely would recommend the Skip Barber schools. Yeah, that is completely how I got into this. I like took my mother for a hot lap at Laguna Seca, and then she was like, "Okay, hey, we need to get you training." She was like <laughs> terrified after, and so we found Skip Barber, and they really kind of led me through this. Um, but definitely start start like slow. Maybe not go kart. I mean, I like karting. Yeah. But it's not the same. Definitely not the same. Have um, you done a lot of karting? Not a ton, but a little bit. Yeah. Kind of more fun karting than not not competitive at all. Yeah. Um, but definitely now track days. 
Awesome. Cool. Cool. And now you can, track days, you can bring your own car, yeah. you can run a car, you yep. can run a race car, there's all kinds yeah. of options. Just try it out, just go for it, see what you can do, get a coach. Awesome, man. Cooper, thank yeah, you. absolutely. I'm going to ask you both to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your son who's racing today. So, who are you and where are you from? Sure, I'm Brandon Broll. And I'm Genevieve Broll. We live in Truckee, California, a little mountain town in Lake Tahoe. Okay. And I hear that uh, you, you were being bragged on earlier. Your husband <laughs> was like, yeah, I think you're a really awesome skier. Yes. We both. Our, we met skiing and we're both skiing was it was a big love for us for many many years. Yep. And Cooper used to be a ski racer. So that's what he was saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, he went to a ski academy from fifth grade until well fifth grade until seventh grade. So he was skiing five days a week. Um, and before that he was skiing. We were just at the mountain all the time. He's on a ski team since the time he was how old was he when he started ski racing? Young, yeah, I don't know. Six or something. He started skiing yeah. when he was like 18 months old. He was a little, little, little guy. Um, so once you get as good as that, like, I, I don't go that often. And I'm like, no, I'm going to hurt myself. Has <laughs> he had any bad accidents? Or how about you guys with all the skiing you do? I don't know. I mean, he, uh, he's had two concussions. He's had, concussions. He's had a few concussions. Yeah. So it's um, skiing is, uh, it, it, it can be a brutal sport at yeah. times, unforgiving. Well, how, tell, tell me a little bit about how he got started with racing and why that happened. Well, I'm going to back up a little bit. Um, so, Cooper only ski raced through, well, through eighth grade um, because he was bitten by a tick when he was 10 years old. We didn't know about it. And he contracted Lyme disease and um, he was extremely sick. Actually, he stopped ski racing in seventh grade. But he was extremely sick with Lyme, and we it took years to, to figure out what was going on. Um, seventh and eighth grade, he really could barely go to school at all. Um, finally, after a lot of testing and treatments, we discovered that the best treatment was going to be. Um, sorry, the noise is so loud. Um, <laughs> loud race cars in the background. Um, we discovered that the best treatment was going to be an IV antibiotics. So for almost a year, he had a pit line in his arm, and he had to quit ski racing, he had to quit lacrosse, he had to he barely could go to school, and he had IVs um, six hours a day for almost a year at home. We would hook him up at home, and it would be first thing in the morning and all afternoon. But as soon as we started that, he was able to start going back to school. Um, but it took him a few years to fully, really recover from Lyme, and he really lost a lot. He was extremely sick during the years before we got this, started this treatment. Um, it was really debilitating. And so now it was a segue into how he got into racing. Like there was a few years where he just was sort of lost and trying to regroup and figure out what am, who am I, what am I doing? I lost my sports. I have been this sick kid for a long time. And um, so he, but then you start talking about the racing. Yeah, I mean, we try, when you have an illness like that, your world contracts. And so our whole goal was to expand his world. So we finally uh, got, he started driving and started getting his, uh, working on getting his license. And uh, 
I said, why not bring him to a, a, a racing type school? Let's just see, you know, so he can learn uh, what to do with a car. Yep. And uh, he he started uh, started off driving really really well, and then we we took it from there and kept getting him more on the track and and wanting to focus on something that was uh, going to add to his life versus all the medical treatments. And he quickly got better and better and faster and faster and. My, uh, you know, my talent quickly ran out. His talent was going stratospheric, so we decided to get him into racing, and Skip Barber really, uh, really helped him get there. That is awesome. So, so he went through the Skip Barber Racing School. Yeah. Yeah. How long is that? So, so we started with a three-day program together, and it was interesting. At the beginning of the three-day, they went around and said, "What do you want to do with this?" And Cooper just said, "I want to become a better driver." By the end of the three day, he's like, I think I want to race. And so it was really neat to go through that and have wonderful coaching, wonderful mentors that are still coaching him today. Then we went back, we both got licensed, and uh, then he's been doing lots of other, you know, getting on the track, doing his first wheel to wheel race, and then just moving up from there. Awesome. And actually, that was only one year ago. Yeah, it was gonna ask. Yeah, it was one year ago. <laughs> yeah. One year. Yes. Yes. And this is race number three or four. This is race number three. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Is that right? There's seven. Well, I guess it's race number six because there's two races a weekend. I see. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So 14 races in total. So is he talking about what's next? Yeah, I think um, he is going to college in the fall, but he's going to be going to Lewis and Clark College in Oregon, and he picked it partly because it's near a racetrack, and it's also near. Excuse me, an airport, so it's easy to fly and come meet the team. But he probably will just go part time, so he can keep racing. Right? We'll do another season with Skip Barber. Um, with I don't know if it'll be TCA or it will be something within this series. But it is a great question. We were asking him, "What do you want to do?" And I think ultimately he needed to get a bunch of races under his belt and determine where he wants to go. But he's. He's like every teenager that has a hard time waking up uh, and he procrastinates everything, except for racing. Yeah. He wakes up early, he's always on time, he doesn't procrastinate the work, it's really incredible to watch. He does so, a lot of homework, he does a lot of, a lot of practice things at home. I never knew he knew how to take notes until yeah. he showed me seven pages of notes he took on this track alone. And so it's just really neat to see him so involved and so dedicated. So our hope is to continue to do this. Yeah. And we kind of said he needs to get, you know, about three races, I think we said, under his belt. So probably after this, we'll, we'll talk about it. And he's going to try to balance um, college and racing at the we'll same see time. see how that goes. Which is quite a balance. Yeah, but our hope. I, I know some people that are, that are trying the same thing. Yes. So tell me a little bit about you guys picked up a sponsor uh, because of the you know the background that he's been through and all yeah. the trauma. So that was Cooper's idea. Um, he really wanted to raise awareness of this invisible illness. It's yeah. a lot. It's, it's a really it's a challenging illness and that diagnosis is hard treatment is hard there's so many different kinds of treatments that not not everything works for everybody um, and it's 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 it's, it can be really debilitating for a lot of people and Cooper just felt such a sense of like 
relief and joy that he made it through it. Um, a lot of people, it, it takes them many more years to uh, feel better, and some people never do. And so he, um, he, he wanted to raise awareness on this illness, and he wrote a letter to the International Lyme Disease Association and asked them to sponsor him, and, and, they, and they are. And um, he's really proud of it, and he's yeah. just really proud of being able to share his recovery because it's been pretty dramatic for him. Yeah. So well, the change know. in his life from being home every single day, miserable, sick, depressed, unable to do anything, to now being able to do this thing that brings him so much joy, and he's good at it. So yeah, yeah. It was really neat at the first race at Sonoma. Um, uh, one of the flag people watched his car go by and came over to the thing and wanted to talk to him because she had somebody that she knows that suffers Lyme disease. Really? Yeah, so it was really neat. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He, he wrote a beautiful letter to, to Ilads and um, they were just honored and excited to partner with him. Well, so. I think it's great. He's got a great comeback story. I think a lot of people will need to hear it. That's what we're going to try to do with this. And you guys are obviously super, <laughs> super supportive. So it's good to see you here and good to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. So we are here inside of the Skip Barber trailer. And what I really wanted to find out from you guys is what has it been like to work with Skip Barber? Yeah, Skip Barber has been a pretty amazing experience. We knew nothing about racing. And one year ago. One year ago. And we went to Skip Barber and really just to get experience on a track and kind of see what, what it was like to be out there driving uh, cars uh, to their limits. And we've gone from there to all of a sudden, Cooper is out racing uh, on the track. And they provided the um, ability for us to do that. A year ago, after Cooper decided to join the team, they invited us to Indy to the championships. And um, we went to the gala that was the SRO gala on the, the last night of the races. And I remember that we didn't know anybody, we, you know, we just, Cooper knew the coaches, I didn't know anybody, but he knew the coaches, he's, he'd been taking a lot of the, the clinics and stuff. And um, and I remember that the crew won the award for the best crew. And like, the, you know, I, I don't know if your listeners know, but like the, all the crews on this race series vote and you can't vote for yourself and they voted for the Skip Barber crew. And I remember thinking like, wow, that's so cool. And, but I didn't, you know, I didn't really take it in until now we're having this experience with this incredible group of people um, who work so incredibly hard, constantly working so hard to ensure the success of the drivers and the cars and just the team in general. And they are just the kindest and most professional people. They're just like a family. I just feel so lucky that this is our introduction to racing is this team that was just, they just, spend so much effort and time to help their drivers and the whole team succeed. I mean, I, I don't think I realize what a team sport race car driving is that I see very much so that like everybody is devoted to this success and they all are putting their all in. And I just, every time we're here, I just feel like my heart is bursting with gratitude for these incredible, incredible guys. I mean, I guess it's all guys. There's one woman drive, truck driver who's amazing as well, but you know, the, the crew, the coaches, the other, the other racers as well. Like there's just an incredible family and just really a lot of kindness and support and uh, incredible knowledge and professionalism. And I mean, yeah, I just could not, seriously could not be happier. Well, 
Well, you guys are probably really excited because you got a whole rest of the season to to work with them. Yes, yes, yeah, we're very excited, and the amount of support and feedback and analysis is really. I heard about it, and they said they were going to do it, but it's exceeded my expectation. And really, I know Genevieve's big thing when Cooper got into this was how to keep Cooper safe. And being in a professional team like this that takes care of the cars, that does the analysis, that um, is there for any question we've ever asked and giving good answers, it increases our uh, comfort that Cooper is not only safe, but that he can progress and have the best chance to progress. Well, they're meticulous about the care of the cars as well, yes. which makes me as a mom feel a lot better. Yes, yeah, so we're excited. Awesome. Thank you yeah. guys. I'm, I'm sure that Skip Barber will appreciate hearing about how you feel about them. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I want to thank you for listening to Driven to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. If you like the content, please share and like, but I have one ask for everyone listening. I would appreciate more than anything to add you to my weekly newsletter. Simply visit my website, driventocompete.com, and you'll see a form to get on my newsletter where I share exclusive content and giveaway swag. 